there's a funny scene in the movie Blazing Saddles. Um, for some reason, the guys are like hiring criminals to go do something evil. And it's a great movie, great freaking movie, great comedy. And so the guy who's hiring criminals, he just he has like a he has a table, like he's an interviewer. It's like a job interview. So he has a table, and there's just a long line of criminals who are going up to the table and giving their qualifications so he can decide if he wants to hire them. So this criminal comes up, and the job interview guy is like, okay, you know, we need real bad criminals. What are your qualifications? And the guy's like, rape, arson, murder, rape. And the interviewer's like, why'd you say rape twice? And the guy's like, I like rape. Coming up on the Anti-Woke Podcast. I like talking about hate crime hoaxes like Jesse Smollett the other day. I also like to talk about rape crime hoaxes. What do you call that? False accusations of rape. So I went looking for an interview with Robbie Suave. He's a, whatever, he's a reporter and a pundit on The Hill, the YouTube channel The Hill. He's good. I like him. And he's like a very young blonde man who, I think like during college or something, wrote some articles that got published in national magazines. And so he's kind of a, I mean, now he's 35 or something, but he's kind of a young, he was a young rising star, whatever. He's, he's a big star for his age, Robbie Suave. He's got a hell of a cool last name. It's S-O-A-V-E, but he pronounces it Suave, like Rico Suave. And he's a libertarian. I think he writes for Reason Magazine. But one of the things that made him famous, I'm not sure when this happened, five five years ago, ten years ago, but Rolling Stone Magazine, I think it was their cover story. Anyways, they published a story called A Rape on Campus. And it was about a woman who got raped on campus at the University of Virginia. University of Virginia is the oldest um, public university in America. It's very, very fancy. You can go to University of Virginia and then go to Harvard Law, no problem. So I haven't listened to this interview yet. I'm just going to, hopefully he's going to talk about it, and then I will tell you what happened with that Rolling Stone thing. But uh, the the very first thing that they start off the interview with, it's like some lady's interviewing him. And, you know, you got to, I mean, he's not woke, but anyways, you still got to say this stuff. I mean, I don't say it, but they got to say it. They're like, well, you know... Basically, they're about to talk about someone who made up a story about being raped that wasn't true. And so they start off, well, you know, most people who report crimes ain't lying. And I think that is true. Although, you know, I'll tell you what they didn't. I don't think what they, I don't think they said most people who report rapes ain't lying. I think they said most people that report crimes ain't lying, which is not the same thing. You know, it's like, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if he's trying to deceive but for instance, if crimes in general were always true, except for when there's when it's rape, that's what you'd say to kind of uh, gaslight your audience. So I'm not on the internet to look up some stats here, but um, a couple things about false rape accusations. Um, I don't remember what episode it was. Probably a year to two years ago, I was listening to the Sam Harris podcast, and he was talking about he... Whatever he was talking to, this is in the United in the United Kingdom, the UK. He was talking to some 
policeman whose job it was was to investigate rapes. I think over in the UK they've got like a, a hard and fast policy that says I, I don't know actually don't quote me on that but anyways in general what the cops are supposed to do is you're supposed to believe the person who says they were raped and I think this is because you know who knows if you go 100 years ago, if a woman went to the cops and said she was raped, they probably told her she was dressing the wrong way and she deserved it. Or maybe. I mean, that's the story you hear. I mean, is that true? I don't even... That's probably not true. But anyways, that's the story you hear. But in any case, Sam Harris is saying, so you take all these court cases, you know, the, the cop, he takes all, every case, you know, deadly serious, investigates it just like a rape happened. But he's like, you know off the books or whatever, what, what's your estimate of the percentage of the rape accusations that are lies, that are false rape accusations? And Sam Harris said the cop said half of them. You know, he thinks it's half of them, but he investigates every one of them like it's true still. And so stats on this are hard to find. Everyone will say it's I think the standard number you hear is 2%. Like someone did a study in I don't know, this, I think in the 80s, I think in like the early 80s, someone did a study and came back with 2% of rape accusations are lies. And like that study was completely worthless. It was done completely wrong. Um, it didn't prove a damn thing. But it's basically, it's just that one study. And then no one ever does any studies since then. You just quote that one study. So everyone says, according to that one study... The number of false rape accusations is 2%, 1 in 50. I think Obama has quoted that. I mean, just everyone. Everyone quotes that quotes that number. And it comes from a study that is that was done incorrectly and completely unreliable. And, you know, the way to tell if a sociologist is lying is their lips are moving. But so, you know, ever since that study, what you don't see is a bunch of other studies confirming it. In fact, you don't see studies... You just don't see studies on it. People do not study what the rape of false rape accusations is. So that tells me the number is higher, right? Like, you know, if you're woke, if you don't want to get fired from your job, um, you better come up with the right right results in your studies. And so, you know, someone probably started doing a little bit of a study, like, you know, it's not 2%, it's 1%. It's less than that, you know, they might have thought. So they started doing a little bit of a, a study, and they're like, oh my God, I'm finding false accusations one after another. I'm just not going to study this. So here's my... I mean, I looked up some stuff. I can't remember why I came to this conclusion. When this this Rolling Stone and Rape on Campus thing came out, I, I read a bunch of articles about it, about it at the time. But that's, you know, like I say, that's five years ago or, or more. But the conclusion I came to was like, say you got a hundred rapes slash rape accusations. I think my guesstimate on that is... 90 of those are real rapes, but they don't get reported. And so of the 10 that are left, five of those are real rapes that get reported, and five of those are false rape accusations. So the number of real rapes is enormous. But the number of people, when they go to the cops to make an accusation, that being a lie, is actually really, really high. And it's sad. It's very sad because... You know, being really raped sucks. No one no one supports that. But I think it also makes guys, you know, a lot of guys are like, I would never rape anyone. 
but I'm afraid. I'm afraid that someone's going to falsely accuse me. Or, you know, moms who send their, send their boys off to college are like, oh my God, I hope he doesn't get falsely accused. These damn young floozies going after my son. Obviously, none of this stuff can be said. And it, it, I mean, it is a problem because, you know, if half, if half, if half, the, half the accusations are false... It makes it real tricky for the few women who do stand up and, you know, and go to the police and try and get someone, you know, get a rapist taken down. But you might say, well, why to, you know, why would you ever do a false rape accusation? And I think the answer is you do false rape accusations for the same reason that you rape. So, you know, why, why would a man rape someone? And the answer is because he's a piece of shit. He doesn't care how the woman feels. He just, he wants to do what he wants to do. He wants to do what he thinks would be fun to do, and he doesn't care about the other person. And people don't, I think a lot of people don't know this, but in fact, not only are there piece of crap men out there, there's a lot of piece of crap women out there. Women are not, whatever, they're not like all, they're not good. Just because they don't have a penis does not mean that they're a good person. And so why would they make a false rape accusation? It's because... They don't care about the other person. They care about themselves. They think it would be fun to make a false rape, rape accusation. And they don't care about the feelings or the impact that it has on the other person. So, just same stuff. And this is the Anti-Woke Podcast. So I don't know what the numbers are, but, you know, men rape way, way, way more than women rape. Um, blacks rape a lot more than whites, who rape a lot more than Asians. All that stuff's the exact same as every other crime statistic. I guess what's interesting about that is that I think New York is thinking about, they're taking a bunch of crimes, like, you know, like armed robbery, if you don't actually shoot someone, and making it mis- making that a misdemeanor, and they were doing something with uh, sexual assault, like minor, minor sexual assaults, they're trying to make them misdemeanors because a disproportionate of the people committing sexual assaults are black, and so, you know, like, you know, how do you stop... Well, you know, what do you do about white rapists, white men rapists? Well, the answer is you tell them when they're young that don't rape, and then when they're adults, you shame them and you tell them not to rape again. And so, anyways, you know, and however well that's working, it's working. It's working. It's working halfway decently, I guess. We don't have a ton of rape in America. And then, anyways, but they decided that's not what we're going to do to stop black men from raping. And so, you know, you should tell them when they're a kid, don't rape, and when they're an adult, don't rape. But anyways, they're like, what we're going to do to reduce, you know, black male on whoever rape is we're just we're going to make it a misdemeanor. Oh, there we go. Solved. Not so many black guys are getting felonies for sexual assault. Well, hell, okay, so there is one stat that I remember. I don't know the exact numbers, but uh, if you look up the FBI... But uniform crime report, that's a yearly thing on crime stats. They give you um, crimes per 100,000 people. So I don't remember that. I'm just going to make these numbers up. Like maybe there's, you know, five murders per, per 100,000 people each year. And there's 25 rapes per 100,000 people each year. Or whatever the numbers are. But so, the crazy thing about this, it doesn't matter what the numbers are, but... Um, the number of black men raping white women is some number. Let's just say 50. It's like 50 per 100,000. And then the number of white men raping black women is zero. 
Now this is per hundred thousand, you know, maybe there's several of them a year, but when you, it's less than 0 0.5 per hundred thousand. And so they don't, they don't give you decimal places. They just say zero, zero point, or sorry. Yeah. 0 0.4 equals zero, 0 0.001 equals zero. So whatever the number is, but basically you get a divide by zero infinity thing. You're like, you know, what is the ratio of black men raping white women compared to white men raping black women? women yeah uh the answer is infinity you don't hear people bringing up that stat a lot it's a little crazy okay so the rolling stone rolling stone magazine published this story called a rape on campus they hid the lady's name i think her name i think they called her jackie like you know we're, we're calling her jackie so somehow the rolling stone reporter obviously a woman a woke woman who believes a bunch of false stuff about rape um I don't know how. She heard about the story somehow. What's interesting is that Jackie, the person who claimed that she was raped, I mean, long story short, it's going to turn out that she's a mentally ill woman, but young woman, young white woman, probably pretty hot. We never see her face or buttocks. But anyways, um, so Jackie never took it to the cops. So I think it was just a story that she like made up to tell her friends. And then somehow the story went from her friends to... The Rolling Stone reporter. So the Rolling Stone reporter went to the University of Virginia and interviewed her. And I think I think the reporter asked her, like, would you would it would be okay if I you know went and talked to the the guy that raped you? And the girl's like, no, 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 I don't want you talking to him. And this is you know this is like Me Too, believe all women, etc. Uh, the reporter's like, okay, good enough for me. And it turns out you know how how can we be sure that this guy did not rape this young woman? And the answer is, because he doesn't exist. She just made up, she made up a person who didn't exist. And I think she like, she told all her friends and they were real nice kind of believing her. And they're, they're also like, eh, I don't know. So how did Robbie Suave figure out? And I swear to, I, you know, he was young. He was a young guy who wasn't famous. How did he figure out that this was the, this article was fake and he was going to take it down? Well, apparently he'd been doing some research on you know, real college rapes that really happened, and, I mean, rapes. This is, like, in quotes, rapes. You know, that's why they call them sexual assaults. It's like, you know, you could hold a woman down with a knife to her throat or a gun to her head and rape her in every hole. Well, that's a sexual assault. Or, according to some people, you could, like, whistle at a woman, and that's a sexual assault. So, you know, they got this... They don't use the word rape anymore, because, whatever. Then you really got to get raped, I guess. So they use sexual assault, so you can make it, you know, what does it mean? It means whatever the hell you want it to mean. But in any case, like, he'd been looking into it, and the typical, you know, sexual assault on campus is drugs and alcohol. People having sex while they're on drugs and alcohol, and or alcohol drugs. And, you know, like, different people take it different ways, uh, but, you know, it could be, like, if you have one beer, even if someone got out, like, a piece of paper and you like wrote on it I agree to have sex signed me uh that could be sexual assault because you know you were uh, you couldn't consent you had a beer you can't consent after having any sort of alcohol and you know like the civil rights act said you can't discriminate against people based on gender amongst other things so you might think uh you know young college boys are getting raped all the freaking time because they're drunk but for whatever reason, I mean, 
I mean, for good reasons, actually. Anyways, it only goes one direction. If a boy and a girl both get drunk as hell, he raped her, not the other way around. I guess I will say, if you're passed out, it can only go, it can only go one direction. Only a passed out girl, not a passed out boy. At least I don't think. Actually, I don't even want to think about that because I can, I can imagine a way. Never mind. I mean, hell, a couple of gay boys. I don't know what they do. A couple of lesbians e- either. I don't know what they do there. Two drunk lesbians. Who is the sexual assaulter? I think, I think you just called even Stevens. But anyways, how did Robbie Suave know that this was the one that ain't true? It's because her story was that she went to like a frat party, and nine frat boys. What are they called? I don't know. There's a name for people who are members of a frat. But anyways, nine of them took her to a bathroom. She was stone cold sober. And they held her down and they all did her. According to her story. And Robbie Suave is like, uh, that story sounds false. You know, it's like, just like Jesse Smollett's hate crime hoax. You're just like, that's too on the nose. That's too perfect. You know, people, that just doesn't happen in real life. Like, you wish. You wish that was the way that rapes went down. A bunch of white frat boys take a sober girl into a bathroom and rape her. Like that, that you know, some people, well, obviously, <laughs> this lady the, who wrote the article, she believed that was the thing that was in the realm of possibility. Apparently, the editors at Rolling Stone believed that was the thing that was in the realm of possibility. They just want it to be true. They want it to be true. It ain't true. Turned out not to be true. And I think that was why, you know, why, why did they write a story about this? This lady, because you can find, like I know, for instance, Columbia University is in a bad part of New York City, and whatever, non-students, usually usually African-American, will sometimes just grab a Columbia student, because they're all, you know, they're in, whatever, they're all in the same neighborhood. they got a terrible neighborhood <laughs> of poor people, and then a fancy university with young hotties, and sometimes they will just grab someone and take them behind a dumpster and, you know, and they will be sober and just rape them. Like, outside of both, you know, they're drunk. Outside of, you know, people being drunk and having sex, if you want you know, if you want to talk about stranger rapes on campus, like what I just described there, sorry, dear listener, to shock you, that's the, you know, that's the on-campus stranger rape. But obviously, that does not fit a narrative. New York Times is not going to spend... 20 pages or whatever with photos of this that and the other thing uh talking about some 40 year old black guy who just grabbed a student off a you know white girl off of the columbia campus so anyways that's why they're like this is the story we want to talk about we finally got those white motherfuckers those rapists we know you know they've been hiding we know that they're raping we know that they're out there raping all the time and they just they're just whatever the cops the cops are letting them go we got them this time so I didn't want to put out any uh, wrong statistics. So I went when I back when I had an internet connection. I went and double checked my, uh, you know, the infinity that blacks rape whites infinity more than um, whites rape blacks according to whatever government statistics. And so the answer is I am right on that, but maybe that's not the right answer. Let me just describe it because it's. That's obviously a controversial thing. So first off, so the Bureau of Justice and the FBI, they have PDFs of crime stats, you know, for every year going back however long. 
And I think what they're doing is they're they're changing. They're going back and changing those PDFs so you can't tell who did what to whom. Because it used to be you could like you know you could break it down. You could you could know the offender and the victim. You'd know their race, their age, um, their gender, and you you know you'd break it down like this race of offender and that race of victim, for instance. And then under that, you could even break it down by age below that. But I think the government, I guess it's Biden, Biden, and in, in his infinite wisdom, is they're taking that stuff out. So the numbers are still there, but it's just like, this is how many rapes there were. And they don't break it down by race and age anymore. Or actually, they'll give you the race of the offender by itself, or they'll give you the race of the victim by itself. But they no longer give you the race of the offender and the victim at the same time. So you can break it down to figure out interracial race rape rates. And I had this theory the other day that what it means to be anti-woke is that you're just a complainer. So that theory is starting to sound a little more true. But it took me a long time because, you know, because they've been scrubbing the internet of this information. But eventually I found it and it's a little more complicated Basically, first off, if you want to try and find this stuff, I mean, the Google search to find this that I used was, you know, just type this in a long ass sentence. It says percent distribution of single offender victimizations, comma, based on race of victims, comma, by type of crime and perceived race of offender. I'm sure none of you are going to go look it up, but I guess I can go back and listen to myself and be, how the hell did I find that crap? And whatever, I just did it for a while. I found I found the 1996 stats and the 2008 stats. And I'm not looking anymore. I'm tired. But, uh, so, 2008, the amount is infinity. The amount that blacks rape whites compared to whites raping blacks is whatever. It's a divide by zero thing that gives you infinity. But in fact, in 1996, if you do the math, it gives you 16 to 1. So blacks rape whites 16 to 1. So maybe that's the more accurate number. Twitter handle at Anti-Woke Podcast, and thanks for listening.